Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! I'm Griffin. And I'm Steve. And this is Killed to Death. And it's the Improvised True Crime Podcast. And listeners, uh, in the background, if you hear a big, loud zoom, uh, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not talking about the you know video service, uh, as we're yeah. using Skype, famously. Famously. If you hear a big zoom, it's because it's the Toronto Air Show, and there's, um, for the listeners not in the city... Basically, they've hired jets to fly around this weekend, and they do this every mm-hmm. year. Uh, I like it. Some people don't, and fair. Uh, they think it's it's a waste of money. So, Steve, what me and you have done is some other ways uh, the city can raise morale that might be a bit cheaper. Yeah. And uh, number one, just get a big truck. Just get a huge truck. It's the plane if- of the land. That's right. And it makes just as much noise. Uh, some of them can make a lot of noise. Those big uh, green waste trucks, they make a ton yeah. of noise. Ice so cream trucks make a ton of, those, of noise. Yep. Bingo. So you want as many noisy things as you can kind of crowding around. Like we had the sensation of overhead. We've, de- we've had that. Yeah. Plane overhead. Sure. I want 360 constant noise around me disrupting me. Yeah. I want so a circle of trucks. garbage trucks. <laughs> around my house at all times yeah if they can make that happen instead of garbage day how about garbage week i wish every day was garbage day come on i wish every i i only throw garbage on days that end in y (laughs) i love to get up early and watch them and high five them as they hang off the back of the truck yeah i like to try and pull them off as they drive (laughs) by well that's because you want to be a garbage man yeah, I try and pull them off and then jump on and then hope the driver doesn't notice throughout the day. <laughs> they probably wouldn't. Steven, another uh, way I think the city can raise morale uh, is me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know me. I'm pretty cool. Uh, I'm funny. Pretty positive guy. I can sing. Um, maybe I can learn how to do some BMX tricks or something. Yeah, that could be good. I think maybe if I'm if they just pay me to be in a public space or go door to door where's the best place to stand if you want to be you to raise morale i think not i think door to door would be the way to go um if the city just okay and they don't even have to pay me they can just uh allow me for once and stop dragging me off properties Mm. uh which will be a much cheaper option if they just if there's just a day where i'm allowed to go into everyone's house griffin day I wish every day was Griffin Day. That's right. Um, which, of course, leads me to... Of course. M- another, another one of my picks, um, which is... Um, I think we should have uh, more pots and pans readily available to be banged yeah. at any time. Because if you're not at home... And like today, I was out, I was in Christie Pitts, and the, that's when I saw the planes flying above... I had no pots and pans. I wanted to tell them, thank you. Yeah. Or thank you for flying overhead. Nothing to smack and hit about. Yes. For a day or two, give it to the hospital workers. They were working really hard. 
But I want to hear some pots and pans for me. I think everyone yeah. deserves a pot and pan day. One day for the planes, one day for the garbage trucks, one day for you. There's nothing more beautiful than hearing a pot and pan bang together for mm-hmm. you, for your profession. Yeah. It was. It worked, and it, it'll work again. It's loud. It's proud. It's pots and pans. <laughs> uh, I think they should bring back that big inflatable duck. Oh, yeah. That was good. They uh, then everyone can pretend it's a bath again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I felt like a giant in a tub. <laughs> Wait, no. I, sp- I felt tiny in a tub. I didn't see the duck. No, you kidding? just you just wandered around in that shower cap in the Eaton Center for about <laughs> a week. <laughs> Kept asking you where the duck is. <laughs> <laughs> in a bathrobe with a big loofah. <laughs> I've only ever seen in a movie it signifies that you're having a shower as one of those like back scrubbers. Yeah, one of those like big loofah ended scrubbers. Uh, yeah, I've never seen one of those Are in those someone's real? house. Are those real? They must be real. They're myth, man. At this point. Um, and Steve, final way the the yes. city can raise morale. And this is what I've been talking about: more myths. We need legends yeah. and lore of the town. We need made-up tales. We need uh, knights. We need... Uh, we just need, like, you know, they do those haunted walks. How about a nice positive walk where we walk around and we talk about all the awesome things that have happened at all these awesome places about, in Toronto. We talk about all the people who didn't die. Yes. You could say on this street corner, there have been millions of people who haven't died here. Yeah, don't worry about the 15 this year on this corner. <laughs> yeah. And then on your left, you'll see a giant duck if everything goes our way. Steve, speaking of uh, deaths. Oh, sure. This is this is perfect. This is perfect. Would you like to solve a murder? Mm-hmm. The victim, Craig Wilson, found dead in a storage locker. Today's guest... Sapphire Mandelbaum, who found the body. Sapphire, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm sorry for the circumstances. Oh, well, you know, part, I am, I am shook. Like, part of me is really shook. But another part of me is, is like, thinking this is why I was put on this earth. Oh, wow. you found a purpose. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I've, I've done... I've done a lot of these podcast rounds. I've been around these podcasts, and let me tell you something. There's a lot that needs to be said about murder. Did you get to do uh, Come Town? Yep. Was that was that your first one? Be honest. We're not yeah, offended. Uh, listen, I just went with whoever called me, and frankly, uh, I thought that podcast was going to be very different. Yeah, but you still did it. <laughs> yes, I did. My mother always said, if you are invited to a party, you go. Hmm. And, and what is a podcast if not a little audio party? That's right. It's like a little party in your ears. That's beautiful. Uh, so let's talk about uh, death. Uh, it was uh, It was rough. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. When you go down really? into, well, it's not a party in your ears. I can tell you that much. Right. Party in heaven. One would hope. <laughs> so this was in your storage locker. You you own a storage locker. Correct. 
Correct. What do you keep in I, there? Well, I have been through several, um, how can we put this, tumultuous relationships. And um, every time, you know, you, you leave a relationship, you tend to leave with more baggage. Not only emotional baggage, but, you know, f- actual physical things. Mm-hmm. Um, like taking stuff and, from their house? Well, it's your own stuff, really. Because, mm. you know, again, as my mother always said, you got to carry your own bags in this life. And that goes the same with baggage. Mm-hmm. You got to carry your own baggage. Anyway, I'm, I am telling you, I moved, I, down, I would downsize from a much larger home to a much smaller home. And there are trinkets and knickknacks and memories and, mm. you know, all that kind of stuff that y- you just don't want to part with. So I have amassed a storage locker. I noticed you're in a cool tiny home now, it looks yeah. like. I am in a tiny home. Yes, it is four feet by six feet. Wow. This is the, one of is the tall. tiniest homes I've ever seen. Oh, it goes up. But it's, it's three stories. <laughs> oh, okay. Is there like a ladder? Yes, there's a small rope ladder on the outside of the house. Are you in a lighthouse? <laughs> I wish. I wish there were lights. <laughs> I wish. There's no room no, for this. I am, it, no room for a light. You know, you, you walk in, you, you're going to hit your head on a fixture. There's not even room for a light switch. You're gonna, it's going to poke you when you're trying right. to sleep. Uh, there's, a, there's a long rope ladder on the, on the outside of the house. So the first floor, kitchen and dining. The second floor... <laughs> Is a uh, is a master bedroom and uh, so you a do small have, office. It's not open. There are floors. Correct. Okay. Yes, yes, there are floors. And then the third floor is a three piece bath. <laughs> and what which are the pieces, pieces of those? <laughs> uh, it, which pieces are those? Uh, there are two baths and uh, one sink. No toilet. <laughs> well, I have repurposed one of the baths. Oh, I see. <laughs> and do kind of a big toilet. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. I mean, I don't want to become indelicate, but yes, that is exactly what it no. is—a big toilet. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a tap, that, that kind of works, I guess. <laughs> I have, I have, uh, I have rigged it in such a way that uh, it is functional for me and my lifestyle. Yes. Great, but no, uh, none of these floors have lights. Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, I have uh, purchased from uh, the Home Depot uh, one of those giant flashlights, and I have one mm. on each floor. So I purchased three, to be honest. And uh, uh, I keep one on each floor, and uh, when I go in, I turn it on. When I go leave, I turn it off. There's also one at the base of the rope ladder, just in case, and one on the roof. Oh, you have a little uh, patio up there? There is a little patio up there, yes. Yes, it's a it's a lawn chair, and uh, and a, a, you know one of those fire pits. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So on is a chilly a night, piece? there is a third piece. It's another lawn chair. Nice. Is one of them uh, repurposed? Is it repurposed as a toilet? One of them is repurposed as a toilet. Correct. <laughs> it's good to have a bathroom on every floor if you have the rope ladder between. Well, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah, is you that know. what your mother said? No, I believe someone else said that. Probably Shakespeare. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or, or a NASCAR driver. Perhaps. A, yeah. Dale Earnhardt Jr. might have said it. So are you mm. living in such a tiny space because, like you said, every relationship you downsize? Yes. So I've had a series of relationships. My first relationship, I was living in a six-bedroom home. And uh, <laughs> wow. every subsequent relationship, my house has gotten smaller. 
Uh, so is that I have indicative of the quality of partner? Perhaps. I mean, I've never thought about it. Maybe that's something I need to discuss with my therapist. <laughs> um, you know, maybe it's my heart shrinking. You know, you never know. Mm, a reverse Grinch. Um, a reverse Grinch. I believe that is a medical term. It's called reverse Grinching. Yes. It's where you love Christmas, but then grow out of it. <laughs> yeah. You start off really loving Christmas, and then you end up Grinchified. <laughs> then you end up uh, slowly starting to put Christmas balls back into everyone's home, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Correct, correct. You and point- then Cindy Lou Who is 27. <laughs> <laughs> and a bitch. So this storage locker, is it near your um, very tall column? No, it's quite a ways away. Uh, I had to... Um, I had to drive there. And that's the problem with a storage locker that's very far away because when you want something, it's, you know, it's an extravagance. It's a, it's a, it's a journey. Um, but uh, I was getting ready to get my uh, Easter decorations out. Mm. I celebrate Easter secularly. And, Not a grinch uh, about Easter. No, I love Easter so much. The pastels, mm-hmm. the eggs, the chocolates. Mm. To be honest, I celebrate the day after Easter when those bunnies are half off. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Easter it. too. Easter too. Hey, Electric Jesus bunny came loo. again. You know, why don't you get <laughs> well, to uh, celebrate we twice? Should all, we should all be so lucky. <laughs> Well, on this day, so you're going to get your Easter decorations. I'm going to get my Easter decorations out of the storage locker. And, uh, you know, I don't know if either of you have a storage locker, but uh, it's it's a padlocked door. Mm -hmm. So I went up to the padlock. I put in my combination. Sorry, do you mind if I I interject? How many people have this combination? Just me. Just you. Just me. And if I forget, well, then that's it. All my stuff is gone. <laughs> Do you have it written Risky. down anywhere? I don't. I don't trust it. What if someone came in here and robbed me? Can you tell us? Right. I will not tell you. No, it's just Look a test. You. Of course not. We want to see a dead guy. The, listen, rent a storage locker. When I rented mine, they said nine times out of ten, you will be implicated in a murder. <laughs> wow. I thought those rates happened. were high. And it happened to me. I thought, well, surely I will be the one person who's not implicated in a murder. But it happened to me. Wow. So you, you enter that padlock combination. Sorry. I put in my combination. I spin it to the right. I spin it twice to the left. Steve, I spin it to the right. Pay attention. I'm not saying the numbers, you scamps. And well, I saw how much your hand moved. So I have a good sense, I think, of... What the numbers could be, and uh, I'll take a guess. Well, let me tell you something. After the murder, I no longer have that storage unit, and the padlock is one that I use for when I go swimming at the local pool. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I put in my combination, I open the door, and something's not right. You know when you walk into a room and you say, something's not right. Vibes off. Yeah. Vibe is off. That's what happened to me. And a smell. You, you know what? You know the Doppler effect where you where you see it before you hear it? Mm-hmm. 
It's physics. You see it right. before you hear it. So, mm-hmm. for instance, with the air show, you'll see the plane go by, and then like a second later, you'll hear it. Light travels faster than sound. It's uh, unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Well, this was the Doppler effect of smell. You smell it before you see it. A very fast smell. It was a very fast smell because I opened that door and whoosh, right into my nostrils. And then I had my flashlight with me because there were no lights in the storage locker. You have to pay extra for that. And I flicked on my flashlight and there was an ominous lump on top of my box of Easter decorations. Mm. Oh, right on the thing that you wanted to get. That's interesting. Correct. And I walked over there and I... I shone the light, and I thought to myself, that is the manager of the storage locker facility, Mr. Craig Wilson. He was wearing a a work shirt that said Craig, so I had a backup on my theory. (laughs) Immediately corroborated. Immediately corroborated. That is exactly right. So I gave him a little shake. I gave him a little tap. And that's when I realized he was dead. And uh, no. what was your experience with him prior to this? I mean, obviously you had to deal with him to get this locker initially years ago. Or maybe it was someone else. Well, I mean, when did he come on? He has been with me since the beginning of this storage oh, okay. locker. He was your storage locker guy. He was my guy from the very beginning. So imagine my distraughtness. When I saw his face waxing and ashen atop my Peter Rabbit wreath. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's crazy. He, he was the one who told you that you would probably be implicated in a murder. That's and true. isn't that just hoisting yourself up on your own petard? <laughs> because I thought, if there are nine times out of ten you are implicated in a murder when you rent a storage locker... Well, he's got to be implicated, too, but I bet he never imagined that he would be the body. Just like you thought you'd never be the one implicated. I thought I was going to get away scot-free. Well, look how far both of you have fallen. (laughs) We were wrong. And let me tell you, I was happy that the shoe was not on the other foot. Right. So let's talk about his body. You say waxing and ashen? That's right. So his color was right off. He was white as a ghost. His color fell off. Well, it, it was, it was uh, off insofar as it was not correct. Mm, I see. I don't think it fell off his body. There wasn't I, I am loose no, color on the ground. I'm not a physiologist, but the only loose color <laughs> on the ground was that of Mr. Paws and his Easter egg dyeing color kit. Ooh, pastels. You know it. But he was... He was ashen-faced he was white but also his complexion the 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 tenor of his skin was like uh like a melted candle Mm. if you can believe it it was as though his skin were sliding off his skull like a toddler in a playground so like all 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 the flesh (laughs) and blood in between his his skin and his skull had disappeared somewhere it had it. I don't know because, but his feet were very swollen, which is why mm. I was saying I was glad that the shoe was not on the other foot because they would have not been able to get those shoes off. 
And that's right, the only reason glad. that you wish that the <laughs> shoes were not on the other foot. That is right. Um, but he was he was spread eagle on my box of Easter decorations, arms and legs akimbo. Mm. And Does I it almost looked look like dropped. Then, like it looked was... like it looked like he was dropped right from the ceiling. Oh, how, how, how high, high up seeing? is your storage yeah. locker? Yeah. Well, it's three floors, right? And there's okay. a rope ladder on the outside. How small, but I is, only your, how small is it? It's four by six. Okay. Now yeah. I only rent the bottom unit. But you gotta have other if, floors for toilets. You don't need a toilet and a storage locker. You'd be sensitive. Well, you gotta maybe, go. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. Maybe I don't know. There, there is a public facility in the facility. Mm, I see. So th- I will say this about the body: although it looked like it had been dropped from a great height, mm-hmm. my boxes were intact. Interesting. Mm. And a wreath is is delicate. A wreath is very delicate, especially this Peter Rabbit wreath. It is vintage. And how is it? Made by Beatrix Potter herself. Herself, with her arthritic, <laughs> tiny hands. Oh, this is recently Six months made. before her death. Oh, wow. Correct. And it, it's um, okay. It survived. It was fine. Now, I will tell you this. It had been wrapped up in tissue paper that had been in my family for 35 years. So powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. But it survived. My um, my plastic hollowed Easter eggs survived. My ceramic chocolate bunny survived. My Easter egg dying kits survived. Thank mm-hmm. you, Paws. Um, what else was in there? I had several bags of Easter grass. You know that plasticky mm-hmm. I do know, yeah. Easter yeah. grass, yes. Several bags of that because you can't have Easter if you don't have Easter grass. Um, <laughs> I had a very tiny ceramic rabbit. It's a lot of rabbit-themed paraphernalia. Well, it's uh, the only animal associated with the holiday, as far as I'm concerned. Well, sometimes you do get chicks and hens, but oh, I don't yeah. cotton to that. Oh, that is true. Yeah, well, unborn, no certainly. Unborn chicks and hens? Yeah, eggs. You got me. You got me. You Sorry, got me. This is a gotcha podcast. <laughs> you got me. You know, when they told me I was going to come on this podcast, they said, watch out for those two fellas because they are sharp and they are quick. And I said, I have been on Come Town. I know sharp and quick. But you two, you got me, fellas. You got me. Now, speaking of all the things that were in your storage locker... Was there anything that wasn't? Did anything seem out of place or even moved around since you had last been in? I looked around because I had a very, very heavy insurance policy that Craig Wilson himself s- sold me on my very oh, first day in the storage locker. You, you, isn't that right? On, this, yes. on that day, he said, we do not take liability or responsibility for items that have been stolen or damaged. Unless you pay for this insurance policy. Right. Well, what Did it stipulate mis- over my dead body or something? Mm. <laughs> that would have been a hoot. Uh, that would have been, that <laughs> that would have been awesome. a very that long been so game. Funny. That would have been the long game of a joke. Let me tell you something. Uh, it did not because I read that uh, contract very carefully as someone who has had experience with several prenuptial 
alimony, palimony contracts. I read that with a fine tooth comb. Oh, oh alimony, so all- palimony. <laughs> Both. Oh, okay. Did all of your past relationships involve marriage? No. Out of the oh, six hmm. serious relationships, three and a half involved marriage. Mm. Gotta know what the half is. Well, the thing about the half marriage is that I was legally married to him. I was not made aware that he had another wife. I see. Oh, okay. So while the marriage technically was null and void, I did have a wedding and I did have a ring. Was he there? He was not there. The marriage was done by proxy. Who's he? He sounds ordained at least. Proxy is actually a word that is uh, synonymous with a, with a stand-in for someone. So if, say, mm. for instance, you vote by proxy, you send someone else to cast your vote. Now, I thought you boys were clever and clever and smart. Gotcha, Sometimes Griffin. they don't walk hand in hand. Oh, this is a gotcha podcast. <laughs> you got, got Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> got you. You, le- you learned what proxy was. You learned. Oh, mine aren't fuck. cruel. Mine, mine are educational. Mine are didactic. <laughs> well, what we're going to do is take a quick break uh, I'm going to try and recover from this L. When we come back, uh, hopefully we can figure out what exactly happened to Craig and how he got into your storage locker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we are back on Killed to Death. The podcast. Uh, the podcast. We need to, uh, I think, continue to make that clear in case yeah, people that's don't know what they're listening to. And in case we ever franchise this thing into, you know, restaurants and stuff. Mm, yes. Yeah. The movie, the show, the game. Yeah. Killed to Death, the game. We should, uh, yeah, we should do that. Oh, just us could, as eight-bit characters running around. You can play as us trying to figure out how to set up microphones. Yeah, eight bits. That sounds like uh, this show. Oh, it sounds like this show. We we don't yeah. do that many bits over the course of an <laughs> we hour. Do, we do eight bits over the course of an hour. Uh, we are also still here with Sapphire Mendelbaum. Hello, uh, hello, uh, Sapphire. You found a body in your storage locker. It was the body of the storage locker uh, facility manager, Craig Wilson. Correct, correct. Um, You had a Doppler effect with the theory because it hit you first and then you corroborated it by his uniform. Yeah, no, the smell hit me. Oh, yes. The smell hit me, then I saw the the body. But it was a Doppler effect with the theory as well, whereas you had the theory and then you saw it. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. Um, Correct. His body was waxy and ashen. Uh, he his color was gone. We don't know if it fell off onto the floor, but it wasn't there. Yes. Inconclusive. I'm not a physiologist. Inconclusive. <laughs> uh, this storage locker it, it's four by six and three stories tall, just like your home. Yes. Uh, the reason you live in such a tiny home is because you downsize with every relationship. That's right. Some of them are marriage. Uh, one of them was half. Some of them are not. Right. Uh, what else is going on? We just got a big tall house. Yeah, big, I do tall have house. a big tall house. Yes. Well, it's a small tall house. Right. Wait. Yeah. Your, your classic small tall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So your first one was um, 
six bedrooms you mentioned, six but was it bedrooms. also four by six and there were just more stories? And with each relationship, oh, you, you lose are a you story. Are you knocking off the co- no, on the column? That, that would be the Leaning Tower of Pisa, I'll tell you what. No, it was a palatial six-bedroom home. Mm. Uh, it was three and a half baths. And uh, it How had many a were toilets? basement. Oh, they all had toilets in that one, oh, if you could okay. believe it. Was yeah, the no modified half bath toilet. just by proxy? <laughs> the, the half bath was married. <laughs> just kidding. And bath can't get married. <laughs> <laughs> you nuts. Not in this clever, state. Clever fellas. I'm just thinking about drain size of a bathtub anyways. No. So, <laughs> it's best not to think about it. No. Um, so you were going to your storage locker because you love mm-hmm. Easter. Uh, yes. And you were going to get the Easter decorations. Now, Craig looked mm-hmm. like he had fallen on top of it, except nothing of those fragile Easter decorations were damaged. Which That's right. suggests he was moved there after a fall somewhere else. It, that is That was my first theory, correct. But the storage locker is always locked. You yes. are the only person who has that code, and you don't write it down. Correct. But you are going to tell me and Steve later by accident. Uh, well, if if you want the code to my swim locker at the public pool, Oh, true. Yeah, I guess it's it. less I'm going to get those shoes. <laughs> So I'm I'm curious how he got in there. Now, would he, as the manager, would he have access somehow to that locker? Now, this is something that has been puzzling me for quite some time. Because I'll tell you, there are cameras everywhere in that storage facility. And I don't know, maybe he's got some sort of giant screen room where mm. every time I go to the storage facility, he zooms in, magnifies, clarifies. Maybe he had it. Maybe someone else had it. I'm sure he was not the only person who had access to that screen room, should it exist. Damn, that's an awesome thought. (laughs) Also, it'd be real helpful to have a bunch of cameras to probably figure out what happened to him. You'd think that. But hopefully hopefully there's some other reason there was a bunch of cameras at this storage facility. I, I I would think that it would prevent... People sleeping in the storage facilities, which happens. Uh, you know, people having, you know, riotous parties. In people the are partying facility. in the storage facilities. Oh yeah, there's more often than not. I come and someone with no before, lights. With no lights, they mm. bring in their own lights, and I'm walking to my storage facility to get my Easter decorations or some sort of giga. And before I know it, a red solo cup is thrust into my hand, <laughs> and someone's playing "Sweet Home Alabama" <laughs> on the guitar. Well, when you're invited to a party, oh, that's good. (laughs) Yep. That is the reaction you want from a joke. Clever. Clever. (laughs) What were we talking about? Uh, The reason cameras might be in your facility. Uh, We are getting a Skype call right now. That's what that sound is. It's nice today. Jazzy. All right, I'm going to click hello. No, I'll get it. I just liked the song today. Hello? Hello, Lair. It's me. Let's talk about it. Uh, Okay. Uh, Who is is me? Clancy Chattingham from Storage Wars, Texas. And (gasps) I am on the air live. We're talking storage and we're talking wars. Oh, separately. Those are my two. Those are the only two po- kind of podcasts I do: war talk and or storage, storage talk. talk. And I assume this one is storage talk. 
I guess if it had to be one of the two, it, it, this episode that's certainly a, this veers is into what that. I've been told. This is what I've been told, and that's why I'm on. And uh, also because I got told by my manager that um, <clears throat> perhaps we could sort out uh, what is to become of this storage locker because uh, the, this one was supposed to be one that we were bidding on. So in a future episode, and all of a sudden now there's a whole hullabaloo, and it's a, a quote-unquote crime scene. So I would love to get to the bottom of this and figure out when and how I may bid on your stuff. That's a great question. Yeah. So, sorry, you are a you are the host or a contestant of one of these storage wars? Well, I'm one of those uh, fun, quirky characters. Uh, my thing is mm. loud bidding, and I uh, I scream and I shout, and uh, sometimes I get what's in the locker. It's a very good show. It's a very fun show, and uh, I got cast on the show because uh, I'm loud, and uh, I've been on a lot of storage facilities. And uh, what's and, the coolest thing you've ever you've ever gotten? A big log. Whoa! Oh yeah! Like imagine the biggest log you've seen. Probably around the same size as the one I got. That's huge. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was. It wasn't worth much, but I kept. You don't it. know my bathtub situation. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, what I do know is that uh, it fit perfectly in my home, and I mounted it above the uh, fireplace. Oh, like, uh, do you do that with all your items as if they're like hunting trophies? Well, yeah, I mount them as if they're hunting trophies because that's this is my kind of hunting. I don't mm. shoot actual animals, and I don't hurt anybody. But let me tell you, it is a hunt, and it's a sort of kill to get in there and sort of a win and get under the wire and get it for a good price. And, and all of a sudden, all that stuff in there is yours. And I well, have my eye on your locker, ma'am, and I am ready to bid. Well, $12. I, I'm, I'm, I have to say that I'm shocked because, f first of all, I'm not ready to part with my belongings. Wow. Secondly, I am a... Big fan of your show. I have I have a t-shirt with your face on it oh, that says stop. 28 in all caps with a million. You've seen a 28 episode. Uh, with a million exclamation marks yeah. after it. I scream 28. Loud. You are loud. I scream 28 and uh, didn't get the, the locker, but it was the loudest bid they ever had on that show. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that locker went for $500, but I scream 28. After they already up. said five hundred dollars, yeah, it kept going up. But I thought this thing is worth twenty eight, and I'm gonna really make a stick. Yeah, it. You know, I love, I love your slogan. If you can't be loud, be proud. I that's love right. it. Yeah, that's right. And, and sometimes he, I'm that, proud to not get a single locker in an episode, that's right. and that's okay. I don't too need proud to, do that. to bid any higher. Too proud to bid any higher. He says. Yep. And then yep. that episode wow. just features me wandering around my home, showing off the things I got in other episodes, and people still like that. I enjoyed it. I thought that mounting a log over your fireplace was an <laughs> ironic decor statement. And I hope the people and who come and visit you at your house understand the irony of that. And if they don't, I'm going to keep explaining it in every episode that I don't win a locker on. 28! <laughs> oh, well, it's always nice to meet a fan. If we all weren't on video here, I would uh, give you an autograph right on that t-shirt. I do it. I do it for all my fans. Oh, I carry a pen well. with me. I might hold you to that then. Well, I'll Sapphire, for, for Quincy's benefit, or sorry, Clancy. It's Clancy, but that's all right. <laughs> Quincy used to live in our house. Uh, for, Clancy's, <laughs> for Clancy's benefit, what other things other than Easter decorations do you have? I've, I've only heard vague trinkets and memories. What mm -hmm. else could he bid on? 
I have my uh, uh, I have my family tree from Twenty uh, Three and Me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have uh, several pieces of costume jewelry that my great aunt Claire left me in her will. All worthless, but they mean something to me. I have a vast tin robot collection. Twenty-eight. I love it. They said That's it. That's gotta be worth twenty-eight. Tin yeah. robots. I'm yeah, in. those wind-up robots. All of them broken. I have uh, two guitars with no strings. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> I have a cello that is just strings. Oh, and no cello. No cello. <laughs> uh, I have uh, several um, uh, commemorative plastic baseball caps that they serve soft serve ice cream at mm-hmm. in the stadium. I have about 200 of those. Um, I have an aquarium. A terrarium and mm-hmm. a scale model of a planetarium. Wow. That's my arium section. Mm-hmm. Um what else? What else? Oh, I have uh <laughs> several um lamps, those stand up lamps, mm. all in various states of uh decay. And I have a signed <laughs> portrait of George Decay <laughs> that I painted. Wow. That's the okay section. <laughs> That's the okay section. Correct. <laughs> this is this is sounding like a fantastic locker. And uh I'm I'm prepared to bid on it right now. I mean I had a deal going with Craig Wilson. We were gonna we were gonna bid on this this coming week. We we're gonna shoot an episode of bid on it. Um I don't know, you know about this. Did you not know about this? He he was going to sell my things? Well yeah, he kinda had a deal. He thought he, he told us, uh, he got in touch with us, he said, um for reasons I can't disclose, my whole facility is shutting down. I need to move this stuff. I'm a big fan hmm. of your show, and I know you guys get rid of this stuff. And uh, I said, I'll sign your damn T-shirt if you want, and if that's what this is about. And he said, no, no, I want you guys to come here, and I want you to bid on my lockers, do a whole episode. You can you can bid on every single one in this place. I said, oh, that's fantastic. So we bid on about the first three or so, and uh, yours are coming up. I was excited. I saw that padlock, and I said, there's good stuff in here. Some of the people don't even lock theirs. They know there's nothing good in there. Well, uh, this is shocking news. And let me tell you something. If you bid on the first three, there are some very unsavory characters. Yeah, Yeah. I got a bunch of solo cups. (laughs) They have those. So, yeah, Yeah. there's there's at least three very ticked off people right now at that storage Mm -hmm. facility. You tell me that they didn't know we were bidding on them. I'm telling you that you might be in possession of stolen goods. Ooh, I mounted a solo cup above my damn fireplace, and you tell me you got to take that down now? Well, I'm not telling you what it you have to do or there. what you don't have to do, but mm. okay. I'm telling you, if they came for him, who knows who might be next? Oh, you, what? You think I'm going to get murdered? I thought you meant I was going to get sued. Well, nine out of ten uh, storage facility transactions do end in murder. Is that true? Yeah, well, we haven't found someone who hasn't been implicated yet because I've been implicated. Craig Wilson has been implicated by murder. Mm. Now, uh, I suppose Mr. I'm implicated. I was around. That's that, right. You yeah, have that's you no have good. the stolen property. Well, he, yeah, he wasn't there. It's the thing that was kind of fishy. Uh, so we had to cut off the locks ourselves and uh, just get in there. And Which is standard locked. practice for you? 
Yeah, that's kind of how the show goes uh, normally, but uh, normally the, the facility manager's around, and they're yeah. saying, yeah, just cut that damn thing. And uh, this time he wasn't there, so that, mm, that is interesting and perhaps was already dead. Were there some guys uh, there saying, like, hey, don't do this, that's my stuff, you can't have that? Uh, no, not on this one, but we uh, shoot very late at night, and uh, so I Smart. imagine that, uh, that's why we kind of skirted around that. I've never questioned that. That's the production choice. I have a feeling if you were showing up late at night, you probably arrived just before the party started. Oh, that's true. So now they had no cups for their party. Mm-hmm. All right, that's on me, and now I do feel bad. Yeah, I notice. I can see your fireplace behind you. There's some ping pong balls. Yeah, you like that? Uh, I did. Yeah, I really like it. First of all, nice. I think that's, that's great. But okay, I think I think yeah, I think you ruined a party. Okay, and I do feel bad about that, and I paid over $500 for that place, so that is... I'm starting to think that wasn't worth it, but uh, (laughs) in retrospect, you can't change the past. That's what I would say. I think that's Shakespeare, or the Bible, or Dale Earnhardt Jr. Same thing. Oh, yeah, big fan. He's my Bible. (laughs) Well, I don't know what to tell you. I, I wish I could tell you that you could have all of my things, but... Thank you very much. Uh, but... Oh. Uh, I'm I'm still using my things. Oh, all right. Yeah, again, now I'm feeling bad about the party, and I suppose I feel bad taking your things, and you didn't even know this was going to be uh, happening. I mean, I suppose I could let you have the, you know, the musical instruments, and mm-hmm. maybe even, maybe even the Takai section, the, the you know, the Takai and the... No, man. And the bad lamps. No, I'm not going to do this to a fan. I am not going to take all your things. And there are plenty of other lockers there that we can snap open and take things from. I mean, here you are trying to help solve this poor man's murder. And uh, you deserve to have all your things left to you and to stay in your possession. So don't don't you worry about that. Well, I appreciate it. Hmm. Yeah, no, you go on. Do, Do you know who owns those first three lockers? Uh, yes, I do, because I am a good neighbor. The first locker is owned by a man named Tony Morgan. Mm. I believe Tony Morgan is a thrice-divorced drummer mm. who uh, who used to fight professionally, used to fight dogs. Oh, wow. He was... He was- Big in the dogfighting world, but the, a different kind of dogfighting. Well, he he actually fought the dogs Oh, himself. it was him versus the dogs. And he lost most of the time. Wow. So he was a professional dog victim. Drummer. Well, he was a oh, professional, professional drummer. Oh, professional drummer, sorry. But he was very big into dogfighting. Right. And small dogs. The dogs were very small. And he would lose. And he would lose every time. We're talking... Like a Yorkie. Is it like a is this like a piranha situation where there's like a hundred of them? I think that he was just a a fella who who was just a bit off center. You know, he right. would get in that ring. He was he was getting ready to fight, and then he would see that tiny Yorkie, and he would just fall in love. Mm. Oh! And before he could even throw the first punch, well, his heart was. That dogs. Right. Now, see, I get that. I ain't never killed a creature, and I ain't never will. So that I understand oh, that. Oh, then we can rule you out for this murder. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, I suppose I would have been a suspect on table, and I'd, I let me just start by saying I had never done it. Me neither. I would also like to say I've never done it. Perfect. Oh, nice. Okay, perfect. That's a really good day here. Uh, the second locker was owned by uh, a fella, another fella, hmm. named Kevin Nardvid. Yeah. Kevin Nardvid. Oh, Kevin you said yeah, Nardvid. Quincy. Well, yeah, he was a party animal. Oh, yes, you knew Kevin. Guy. Well, he no, I, I, I saw the contents of that locker, though, and I got them all, and that's what you can see mound behind me. So let's just say there was partying going on in there. That's for sure. Kevin was the party man. Yeah, that's a party locker, for sure. He was a party man. I think he, more than on more than one occasion, he shoved a red Solo cup into my hand. Uh, the third locker was owned by a woman, an elderly woman, uh, whose name was, was Sylvia Battenridge. Mm-hmm. She was old, old as anything, and the storage locker simply contained every empty can of tuna fish she'd ever eaten in her life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you get that? She no, kept R- saying... Ricky Montoya kept, got that one. She kept saying, one day these will be worth something. And she was wrong. Well, he got it for zero dollars. <laughs> no one wanted that one. Well, then she, she was very wrong. Yeah, she was wrong. Now, I'm curious. You signed something when you when you got your locker, though, didn't you? Correct. See, that's an interesting thing. I wonder if you, you have that on you. You have that somewhere in mm-hmm. your home. I've got it right here. Yeah, and what, what does that say about in the event of uh, all your things, or in the event of a shutdown? Or like, I mean, are there stipulations on that thing for this kind of situation? Because it seemed like a pretty intensive document. Well, heretofore, should the facility need to shut down for any reason, mm-hmm. the owner of the contents of the locker shall be notified 14 business days in advance of said closure to mm. remove said contents mm-hmm. of said locker right should said owner not be notified within said time said contents revert to the original owner of the storage locker we store it llc wait so if i'm understanding this right if they don't notify you they're closing down then they get the contents if the contents are not <laughs> removed did that oh, mean right. Is that not right? Clear no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It reverts and back to the owner of the storage locker building. You store at LLC, and that's Craig, and that would have been Craig. I don't know if Craig. I don't know if Mr. Wilson was the owner. I don't know if he was simply a manager. He carried himself with the dignity of a businessman. I will say mm-hmm. that in all mm-hmm. the time I've known him, never mm-hmm. a hair out of place. Except that last He day. was bald, too. Yeah, that was pretty... He was bald as slick-looking man. All of hair was out of place then, I guess. Well, or it was exactly where it ought to be. Mm. In the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, uh, obviously, it, it was either Tony Morgan, Kevin Norvid, or Sylvia Battenridge. Well, Sylvia Battenridge barely had the strength to lift her own head. Mm. <laughs> However, she did eat a lot of tuna. <laughs> Which may have given her the protein punch she needed to get the job done. Right, that was her version of like Popeye's spinach. That's right. Okay, so we can't rule her out. Right, we can't rule any of them out. All but we know I, about Kevin is he liked parties. And why do you Love think it's parties. one of them? I mean, yeah, this Tony sounds like kind of a dickhead in some ways. Well, because kind of lovely because he wouldn't fat dogs. 
because one of one of these people was so uh-huh. angry at Craig. Craig? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. About selling his stuff. And uh, we haven't named anyone else, and, and oh, we've gone for so long be- that I'm thinking oh, it's I one see of these what three. You're saying. Oh, you think they're mad because we already did our storage ward in the dead of night and took their things? Yeah, that's that's oh, kind of what I'm thinking. See, that didn't even dawn on me. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I always forget that these things belong to people. Now, there was someone I didn't mention. His name is Sonny the Knife. Should I have talked about him? Oh, uh, it depends. What's Sonny the Knife like? He's mean. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And he's constantly staring at people and just licking a knife. Mm-hmm. Does he have a locker there? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Is he always hanging out there? I think I saw he, him licking a knife. That's just where he hangs out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I saw him. I thought he was a security guard. Now that's what I like to think because every month I slip Sunny the knife fifteen dollars. To take extra care of my storage locker. Mm-hmm. I gave him the keys to my car. He's sweet as pie, let me tell you. But if he's looking at you, he's licking that knife. Yeah, that is true. He would not stop doing that. <laughs> well, it sounds, it sounds like his method of murder would be uh, dropping someone from a height. You never know. Maybe he didn't yeah. want to get his knife dirty. Yeah, knife is food, it sounds like. I don't want to point fingers. I don't want to point fingers at someone. But he was there. Also, I should also tell you that Craig Wilson had a heart condition. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. He had Perhaps. a heart condition that he refused to take medicine for. Right. Because he would say to me, Sapphire, if you're medicating, you're dedicating your life to drugs. And I said, but these are prescription drugs designed to make you live longer, to make you healthy, to make your heart work. And he said to me, Sapphire, if the good Lord wants me, the good Lord can take me to heaven. That's how he talked. It sounded like he would put a full stop, a period. Yeah. But then he would he would carry on for just Mm -hmm. a few more beats. So you always kind of would would start to talk and then he would yeah, finish the sentence. So you always had to give yeah, a bit of a pause before. Right. I hung up on him a few times. It happened to him a lot. It yeah. happened to him a lot. Probably caused a lot of stress. Absolutely. Didn't People were always condition. stressed out. And he was too. Well, uh, it sounds like the good Lord did take him to heaven. I Since he's the only one with the combo, uh, potentially with the cameras. He could have. He also sunk a lot of money into an aquatic animal theme park. He was after your aquarium. He could have been. Now, he could have taken that because there hasn't been a fish in that aquarium for a very long time. But he kept telling me, do you think this is going to go? Do you think this is going to go? And I kept saying to him, you're going to have to deal with animal rights activists. And he kept saying, I think it's going to go. He pl- he sunk every cent of his money into that water facility and did it go it did not go okay Peter was up his butt so far and it came out his mouth <laughs> and then they said we didn't want to do this we like to treat animals nicely and humans right. are animals but they did it so I think well, Peter probably did this yeah I'm thinking this was uh, the interesting I've never thought about what Peter stands for people against uh, treatment of animals, animals. <laughs> 
<laughs> people against the animals is a animal support group. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible name, but I don't know. It makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. Yep. Makes sense to me. And that wraps up another <laughs> successful episode of Killed to Death. It was PETA. <laughs> Not the wow. first time. <laughs> no. Won't be the last either. I'd like to thank Zach Aaron for doing our theme song mm. uh, and Brady Schumer for our art. Mm. If you like our show uh, and want to d- represent that with a physical action, that can be following us on Twitter. That can be following us on Instagram. Uh, Instagram's Killed to Death Podcast. Twitter, K2D Pod. Uh, and if you'd like to email us a suggestion for a murder, killed to death podcast at gmail.com. Um, Steve, you're, it. you're still here? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man. I don't I don't know why I'm suddenly running on fumes. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'm here to support. Okay, go ahead. What am I supposed to say? Uh, throw it to Sapphire. Oh, sure. And Steve? Uh, Sapphire... <laughs> Sapphire, is there anything that you want people to uh, check out? We haven't even addressed what you do. Is there anything that you want to promote? Well, I would love it if you would follow um, my dear, dear friend, Jan Carwana, on Instagram. Her uh, food uh, blog and food newsletter at Two Little Sandwiches on Instagram. T-W-O, Little Sandwiches, on Instagram. And you can subscribe to her monthly newsletter then. She surely would appreciate it if you gave her a follow. Hell yeah. And watch Storage Wars Texas on AMC. <laughs> uh, and Steve, do you want to take us home? Yeah. To all our listeners who have uh, stuck it out, and for all our listeners that bailed halfway through, this one's still for you. Keep your stick on the ice. Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. So